welcome back to Level Uploading Title and Space Facts with yours truly, Shay. I have a special guest for you guys. Someone who was supposed to be on literally like one of my first, first interviews. But life happened, so we had to, you know, make sure that we did make that happen. Ashley, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hello, everybody. I'm Ashley. <laughs> hey, yeah, hey. Hey. <laughs> Anything that you want to um, let the, the audience know about yourself? Not so much about myself. I just do want to say I'm very proud of you. I've been watching you and since the start. I've been so, so intrigued by how you just started off and you just transitioned. And it's been a beautiful sight to watch you grow. I appreciate you, girl. Don't <laughs> give me don't see it's too early to be crying now. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I definitely do appreciate you. And I'm so glad that we finally have been able to get this going because this has been something I've been looking forward to. So let's go ahead and dive into our topic for today. Okay. So we kind of have like a multifaceted topic plan that we kind of wanted to do today. We were gonna be talking a little bit about um friendships and healing and also the mental capacity that comes with you know dealing with those friendships and those healing processes and things like that so one of the first questions i want to ask you obviously you know we grown now we grown grown you know what i mean grown so, grown <laughs> so how has your um, outlook on friendships changed since you know from childhood teens and then obviously to this adult stage um, well, to be quite honest, I've always felt like I've had a hard time maintaining friendships with females. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if it's a trigger from maybe, uh, you know, my relationship with my mom. But from the start, you know, I've always noticed that um, I've always felt like I didn't fit in with all the other girls. So once I did, you know, find a friend or a best friend, that's something that I cherished wholeheartedly because, yeah. you know, I'm a loner by nature. So once I share my space with someone, I think that's very special and we, we develop a bond, of course. But along this journey, um, I will say that I have lost a few friends. I've gained a few, but the ones that I've lost, I considered family. And I don't know if it was something, you know, um, connected to my own transition, you know, I think I spoke prior to you before about me lacking boundaries, how I was just always easy going and going with the flow yeah. and not really just, you know, being firm on certain things. So it seems like as I got older and I went through a few experiences and I became more firm, you know, I was just always so easy going. And once I did, you know, start to discover boundaries, how I need those, how important those are, and I started to implement those. Um, I've noticed that certain things changed. You know, I lost a few people, um, things that I probably would have ignored before. You know, I had a voice now. How dare you, so, Ashley? I know, right? How dare you have, <laughs> like, you have, <laughs> how dare you love you yourself? Have, you have feelings and you have things that are hard nose for you? No way. <laughs> you know, but I also have to be honest. I don't know if because of what I was going through mm -hmm. that my delivery on certain things were probably just a little bit or you know just also it was a maybe sometimes ignorant but also it's a new thing for you like it's a trial run for you you know what I mean you don't know how to implement these and so you feel like hey I have to speak up I have to get my voice heard and you know sometimes mm -hmm. that delivery is not always the best 
you know, even something as simple as just disagreeing, you know, yeah. maybe they've done something that morally I don't agree with, mm-hmm. or it doesn't align with me. And I'm starting to notice certain things and realizing it. And, you know, my frustration and not knowing how to express like, Hey, I'm not comfortable with what you just did or what you just said. You know, it could have probably been passive in the beginning yeah. with me. So, yeah, I mean, we all have a lot to learn, but I did, it was hard losing friends, but I think I've developed a space where I questioned, were they really my friends? Yeah. You know, because if we locked in, ain't no switching up. Right. That's just how it's I like feel. You're supposed to be able to, you know, you're supposed to be able to evolve with me. That's how we think. Exactly. You know, that's how we think. But a lot of exactly. times people are um, attracted to us for the lack of boundaries or, you know what I mean? Like sometimes it's, it's, it's not necessarily on purpose, but they want that easy going friend. They want that low maintenance friend. And when you don't become that, then it's like, well, what's your, what's your purpose? Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need somebody else. I could probably, you know, just say whatever to and do whatever with. Yeah. Sadly, but that's sometimes can be the case. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, Obviously, friendships are hard, whether they are with men or women. Do you find that your relationships with men are easier for you to navigate? You know what? I thought so. I thought I was that type of girl that connected easily with men. Mm -hmm. And I mean, no disrespect to uh, males at all, but I must say this. (laughs) I must say this. I find that more men are operating on a more emotional level than ever before. And, um, you know, they have emotions and feelings that are kind of similar to women. And I think that their frustration is they don't know how to express it. So I have bumped heads with a few male friends that I've had, um, just simple things like opinions, you know, how I feel about this versus how they feel about that. Um, so it is challenging both ways, but I think it's just everyone is growing and everyone is on their own journey and figuring this out on their own. So being able to collaborate with other people is getting harder and harder and harder. Because everybody's on their own different separate wavelength and everyone is trying to figure out, like you said, figure it out. And I definitely get it. I mean, that's something that we're supposed to be doing and this is the time to do it so it does make sense but it's kind of hard to reconcile your mind with how that looks sometimes like this is a person exactly. who i thought was gonna ride with me to these old the and wheels gray, fell off. you know and <laughs> okay. then like now i have to be okay with like seeing their journey go a separate way than what mine might possibly be so i definitely get it girl it's, it's hard but it's a part of the process and it is definitely I don't know if you watched my uh, last interview, but I was saying like, if a person is going this way and I'm going this way, but we still trying to hold on to each other, we stopping each other. We are. Either we're dragging each other or we're stopping each other. And Mm -hmm. that's not healthy no matter what way you put it. So you got to make that choice, you know? Exactly. Okay. So, I mean... This is a big topic for me, and this is kind of one of the things that I've noticed that since I removed it from my life, it has made the connection thing uh, harder when it comes to friendships, specifically with women. And I think I saw you post something about it, which was so funny because it was right in line with one of my questions. Um, Mm -hmm. So how do you deal with, okay, let's start with this. 
how did you deal with gossiping in your past versus how you deal with gossiping now? Not on my watch. Wow, that, that is something huge to speak on. Um, along my journey, I'm just learning that um, gossiping kind of keeps you low. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't elevate you. You know, you're mm-hmm. talking about someone and we don't know the struggles that everyone has or what they're going through. So respectfully, you know, it's kind of wrong. It's, it's negative, you know? Yeah. And why do I want to participate in something so negative so often? It seems like the only conversation that people are intrigued with having is specifically about gossip, mm-hmm. you know? And a lot of the times I've noticed that if it's nothing to talk about in regards to somebody else, it really ain't to talk about. So, you know, uh, back then being young and being ignorant, you know, of course I participated in gossip, Mm -hmm. you know, I think we all did. But right now I'm at a place where I, I don't want to speak negatively about anyone, you know, because I don't like that energy about me. I don't like when people place that on myself. So I try my, it's, it's not the easiest thing to do because it's so easy to fall into something, you know, but, um, I try to stay mindful enough to consider what the other person could be going through before I just spread their business or, you know, do something along those lines. It's so real that you said that you never know what some, (laughs) you never know what someone else is going through because it's like, I remember personally myself, this is past me, not, not me now, but being in group chats and just the negativity and toxicity that was there, like the screenshotting of, people and talking about people and like how is this uplifting how is this helping me how is this helping that person like this is terrible (laughs) this is exactly this is actually very unproductive way to use your time so I, Mm -hmm. um, I noticed for myself personally like having to nip that in the bud and find a pleasant way because I'm kind of like you like either I'm gonna be chill go with the flow or I'm gonna be stern period those, those are those, oh, yeah <laughs> those are my two things you know it's like i'm i'm learning to find that middle ground but initially it was like oh well i don't want to talk about that i don't care what i don't care what she got going on hold the tea i don't care about the tea mm-hmm. i want some water <laughs> you know what i mean okay <laughs> I, i'm not even thirsty matter of fact because it's like right how is it that all we have to bond over is talking about people being negative and honestly just joking and being rude to other people like that's not the type of person I am and like you said it, you, it it's hard because it's easy to fall into that habit of just going with the flow mm-hmm. and just the whole point of judging you know mm-hmm. it's it's judging you know who am I to judge who are you to judge um I'm trying to stay away from those people that are very judgmental, mm-hmm. you know, quick to lash out words at you for making a simple mistake or you, you know, there's some things that you may do that you're not aware of. And you know, um there's some people that are very ignorant that don't know how to communicate and hey, you hurt my feelings or you know, instead of them expressing how I hurt them, it's oh you you this, you a hypocrite, you this, you fake, you funny, <laughs> you know, it's all of that. Like I, I can't yeah. handle that. Because that makes me flip. And then because that's that, not how you handle things. So. <laughs> then what's that? It's, it's all bad. Like, we don't need that. Yeah. We don't need that. So I'm trying to definitely be mindful about who I surround myself with and what I indulge in because it's going to take me back down to a place I'm really wholeheartedly trying to escape from. 
and probably have escaped from. Honestly, it's still, I, it's I still there. I have. It's still there for your if you need to pick it up. But mm-hmm. but you know you have escaped from it, so it's like. Don't make me go back into this closet, in the back of this closet, and go grab this. You know what I mean? My feelings are so hurt once I feel like I have my group or my circle or whatnot or my people. And then, you know, one little incident is just we can't communicate. That really hurts my feelings because I feel like I work so hard in protecting my peace and and being my best self mm-hmm. and I'm not there yet. I'm not completely innocent. I'm not perfect. It's I'm in the stages of becoming. Yeah. And um it, like you said, it's so easy to fall back into those triggers. So recognizing triggers is a must for me. And that's what I'm focusing on lately. Just recognizing like what affects me, what bothers me, who bothers me, how they bother me yeah. and what I need to do, you know, to avoid it. Absolutely. I man, you just said something right there because avoiding it is is key. <laughs> you don't want to be taken back to that direction. Because oh. <laughs> that's such a dark place. So do you have any um accountability in which I feel like you have definitely been accountable for your part that you play in the roles of how people interact with you and vice versa and how you have come up you know, showing up in friendships. So do you have situations where you feel like you could have been a better friend? Oh, definitely. And, you know, it's it's been a long time that I felt this way. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't always felt like I was the best friend to certain people. I've done things that was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, I haven't been there for certain occasions or, you know, important moments, but I don't want to sound like I'm making excuses, mm-hmm. but I was suffering from something during those moments, or maybe I didn't feel my best self mm-hmm. and they didn't understand. Like I'm the type of person that would avoid people if I'm feeling messed up or if I'm having a bad moment. Yeah. So it, even in, you know, besides that fact, I feel like I could have been a better friend to certain people and I could have done, done things a lot differently. And maybe I would still have certain friendships. But that's that's in my early stages. You know, I'll say like in my 20s, anything that happened in my 30s, I, I can be accountable enough to say that I, I probably participated in um, maybe, you know, keeping things stagnant. You know, if we do hit a bump in the road, I could be stubborn sometimes, and too. Let it stay there. Um, yeah. But evolving and growing has taught me that if I love somebody and if I care enough about them, you know, it's nothing wrong with putting up a little bit of fight. Absolutely. Um, so I think that once I transitioned into, you know, my mid thirties, well, I'm in my mid thirties now, but you know, after 30, I started to look at things a little bit differently and try my best to handle things a little bit differently. But, you know, I feel as though I can be accountable. Yeah. I, I don't feel like it. it's, I see it. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's, a major sign of growth because so many times people are ready to point the finger all the time. And don't get me wrong. People are, you know, people do do stuff to you. You know, they are wrong, mm-hmm. but we also just have to have that introspection to, you know, to be able to say, Hey, I played a part in this, in this as well. Do mm-hmm. you, do you want to share anything? Like I said, no names. If you don't want to, do you want to share any friendships that were core for you um that you have lost i mean i know you said you had lost a few of them but 
what happened like in a generic sense so you don't have to get specific but like just like what actually happened that kind of tore the friendship you know Mm -hmm. Um, I'll I'll try to be as dry but detailed as possible. I don't want to make anybody feel bad. Yeah, you know, you don't gotta, you don't gotta give all the tea. (laughs) We're not trying to accept no tea, remember? But, but just a little note, a small synopsis of of what happened. Um, I'll go with the most. I'll say my dearest friend. It was someone that I was friends with um, since grammar school, and you know, we did hit a few bumps in the road before along our journey, but um. I'll say about two years ago, um, we hit a patch that <laughs> we never really, uh, I, I honestly don't understand how it got so bad, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. It was just me, you know, relaying information to this person about how I chose to handle something involving our children. Um, you know, and I'll be honest, I probably was a little bit bitchy, um yeah. this day. I had a lot of going on um and I know that my friend probably didn't understand the just of it or you know where I was at mentally but um you know I guess I offended her somehow some way but to be honest at the time I didn't see anything that I said being offensive yeah I just thought like okay we're everyone was having a moment but um it kind of went further to where uh, what I thought would be a lifelong friendship ended abruptly. And that day was the last day I spoke to my friend. Um, and I had to really literally mourn this person. It affected me deeply because I, I loved her. Um, this yeah. was somebody who knew everything about me and I knew everything about them. You know, I would wake up to a phone call from them, you know, sometimes go to sleep talking to them or, mm-hmm. you know, talk to them all day throughout the day. So just losing that, um, but also realizing how easy it was for that person to just stop, you know, everything with me. It made me think like, you know, that's not love. That's yeah. not genuine. I would dare just abruptly stop talking to someone over something so minor mm-hmm. to what I thought was minor. Yeah. But um, I guess everyone is different. But that's just one. Um, I kind of feel like we lost something great over something so small. Um, another one is... Um, once I went through a situation with my ex-husband, you know, I thought that this person was just my friend. Although I connected with yeah. him through this person, um, I just thought that her and I had, you know, a stronger bond. So when it came to, you know, us separating and me knowing and my friends knowing as well that he did something very bad, um, I didn't think that they would have any respect for him, you know, except for the common just human respect yeah but you know I kind of feel like our friendship was kind of ending uh because I felt like the only communication we had is when I was telling her my business you know what I'm saying about what happened with my husband and I it's like they were so intrigued to hear about that but then you know conversation was dry Mm -hmm. so you know eventually his birthday came up and I noticed that my dear friend took it upon herself. (laughs) My friend (laughs) took it upon herself to, you know, wish him a happy birthday. Mm -hmm. And I I felt definitely heartbroken by that because I'm like, wow, it's like you're kind of supporting him Mm -hmm. still in a way. Yeah. And he just hurt me and my children. So, you know, that kind of made me side out some things too, but I'm still, I'm, I'm still not all the way there yet with expressing myself 
either. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'll just shut up and not mm-hmm. say anything about what happened and just let it go or whatnot. Um, so that's something that I didn't express. But at the same time, I had to question if I was selfish for even having that feeling, thinking that, you know, she owes me everything, yeah. you know, is that a sense of entitlement that I have? So, you know, that's kind of why I didn't really choose not to say anything to her about it, but it, it did affect me. I don't know if this sounds petty or not, but, you know, it's just small things kind of matter. They speak volumes to me because it really shows character. Okay. So in that case, did you didn't mention it, but was that the end of the friendship or you guys were still cool after that? You know what? The end of the friendship is so stupid. I hate even repeating it. <laughs> Like, I don't even want to share the details because it's no. so petty. You don't have to. It's, you don't it's have so to. petty. It's so petty. But no, it, you know, you know how sometimes you may make a post and someone may get offended and think that it's about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to lie. I have, you know, passively made posts about some people, but not my friends, you know, <laughs> not anybody that I <laughs> feel like I care about um, deeply or dearly yeah definitely I, I just feel like everything has been petty because mm-hmm. I'm I'm not about to just end something so dear to me over something so minor that could be talked out or discussed but you know people have their own inner thoughts and inner feelings and you never know what that is it could be something that I've done that I don't know you know that I did to them but I'm expressive like I'm the type of person who's going to say hey you know I may be a little bit mad at first but eventually you know I'll come out and be like hey what you said did this or made me feel X, Y, Z. And I feel like if I can't have that mutual respect or bond that, you know, we don't have anything. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, it's sad because we always, because I know you kept saying that it's petty, but it's usually, that's just like the last, the last straw. Um, and a lot of times people have underlying resentment towards you. And I'm not saying this is the case. I don't even know who you're talking about or, you know, the situation whatsoever but sometimes people have things that we do like you said that don't they don't speak up on and then it builds up and then once something happens that's the last straw exactly that's why it's so easy <laughs> for them to kind of walk away because they already been irritated with you or they already have problems with something you were doing but they didn't express it mm-hmm. and so when you do have those moments where you're truly just having a bad moment that's the last that's like the straw that breaks the camel's back and you're sitting here looking like we only have one problem not knowing that you actually had 17 problems it was building building and building unfortunately you know right sad it really is sad because you have to mourn those relationships you have to that's a soul tie people don't definitely is not just through uh you know male and female or yes (laughs) your friendships are very intimate they are and i don't feel i only have intimate relationships it is but i have gained some great friends i have gained a great sisterhood with a few women um over the time you know i met them later on in life and you know right now these are people Mm -hmm. i share common interest with and we have common personalities and you know we mesh well together and if we do come across the issue is easily resolved you know what i'm saying it doesn't go far at all so i am very grateful for those that i do have yes come on now new new healthy friendships are always okay a, a one plus okay 
but you know, okay, so you have girls, you have daughters, you are a, you are a mother. My mother. <laughs> and we have seen so many like instances recently um, with friendships being somewhat dangerous. Um, I myself have been in friendships that could be considered dangerous if they had been left to, you know, if I didn't have discernment and being able to, you know, see that it might be time to move on, there might be some underlying things. How do you, what are you teaching your daughters, your girls about friendships and what to look out for as far as healthy friendships, um, you know, jealousy, underlying things, you know, we got the Shanquillas and the Kanika Jenkins and we got all these different examples of how sometimes friendships can be actually really a dangerous thing if they are not handled mm-hmm. properly. How do you navigate that with teaching your girls, you know, how to operate in this world? They're watching how I handle things. And I'm noticing that they're very firm in their friendships. Um, my nine-year-old, you know, she has a group of friends and they were talking every day. And I noticed that they stopped talking. So, you know, I asked her, like, you know, what happened to so-and-so and so-and-so? And she was just like, well, she's too bossy. And I had to let her go. So I was like, well, just like that, you know, mm-hmm. you let her go. She was just like, yeah, she's always trying to tell me what to do. And she thinks she can run everybody and she can't run me. So I told her I don't want to be her friend anymore. And, you know, I was proud of her. I was about to say, I, was proud of her. <laughs> yes, I love that. I was proud of her because she's already strong enough to not let anyone walk over her. I know that's right. You know, so obviously I'm teaching them the right way, you know, things to pay attention to how Mm -hmm. some friends can be, you know, an angel in disguise and could be the devil. You don't even know who they really are or, you know, could just be so nice, but have hidden agendas. So this is something that I do speak on, you know, with them frequently. And I check in with them. I ask them, you know, who are your friends? Who are you hanging out? What y'all be talking about? What y'all be doing? And I am the mom that will go through your phone and check and see what y'all talking about. What y'all doing? <laughs> you know, but I can say that they are making good decisions in, um, you know, navigating through friendships as far as now. Um, and I, I do think it's a part of being open with them and my experiences as well, because it's showing them, mm-hmm. you know, different situations and hey I don't want that to happen to me or I don't want to have to go through that so they're learning early what to avoid and you know what to accept I I feel as though I mean obviously that was a proud mama moment for sure because I at nine years old I was just like I probably would have been somewhere like my friend you know what I mean and she's like well no she's she trying to boss me around she doesn't accept my boundaries so she don't get access to me. And that right there, right. that's, man, I, it took me to get 30 years older to learn that. So that's a blessing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For real. So, I mean, do do you feel like your girls are, um, do you think that they are mourning or missing any of the people in your, in your that you have disconnected from? Because I'm sure they have some type of relationship with your kids. Uh, I, how, how I think, I think um, initially they did. Mm-hmm. Um, it was hard for all of us. I think that we all had a hard time um, 
dealing with it. You know, they, are we going to talk to them again? And you still not talking to this person? And y'all still ain't make up yet? Isn't that hard? It was hard, but I'm not the one. I didn't keep my children away from them. I would never keep them away from someone that they love. But, um, yeah, I, I, we all had to pretty much, uh, just be strong <laughs> and just, you know, I had to let them know that things like that does happen. You know, you lose people, you gain people, you lose people. Some things you just, you never would get answers to, and you're just going to have to move on. Hindsight is always twenty twenty, And the whole point of us learning these lessons is so that it can be easier for the little ones coming up. Exactly. You know? And it seems like that's working. So, Hey, I, I mean, I'm, I'm so it's so scary you know what i'm saying because these kids are something else yeah they're something else they are doing things that you wouldn't even imagine at young ages and i'm just like and it's like you know i'm exhausted we protect or we try to protect the little ones from adults but it's like you can't keep them away from kids you know we don't know what these kids have been exposed to we don't know what these kids, you know, they could be struggling with stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's hard. They are. As long as you are doing your job, which it seems like you are because Miss Mama's got her together. So Period. I feel like as long as you're doing your job on your end, she's going to have the fortitude. They're both going to have the fortitude to be able to be like, hey, um, no, nah, that's not, that, that don't rock over here. So Okay. Very that's fine. amazing. So that's a kudos to not only your baby, but also to you. Come on, mama. <laughs> so, okay. One of the things I know that we did kind of want to talk about was the healing process and also, you know, the kind of like the, the depression or the, just the mental, the, the mental aspect of it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going through these changes. I'm a different person. I'm trying to navigate how that is. And I'm losing people who I thought would be core people for me. Mm-hmm. in my life you know how did you navigate that what's the part of your healing and and your you know your journey oh. towards that um i will say this i i silently suffered depression for years mm-hmm. i'm talking about from childhood teenage early adult life after kids marriage after marriage you know and i think that it took me so long to realize that's what was actually going on um, it was depression and nobody knew. I didn't even know. So like, it was really like, hard. I didn't, like, <laughs> I didn't even know what was going on. So it was moments where I would probably be like all for something one minute and then the next minute I'm just drowning in sorrow. And mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. I can't explain it to people. Um, you know, maybe I didn't show up when everybody else did. and But I was at home crying my eyeballs out and nobody knew. So um, realizing that and um, I think what made me realize it was being introduced to spirituality. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried different techniques to bring myself out of the darkest place that I was in. And once those techniques started to work, I don't know if it was just like me just thinking they were working or if they were actually working, but it helped me. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't know if it was a placebo or if it was actually that I was something. trying to find that word. Yes. Yeah. But you're like, whatever it was, <laughs> it, it worked for me. Yeah. And so, you know, as I got deeper into it and really started to realize what life is truly about, 
um, that helped me out of the darkest place. And that's a place I never want to revisit. So I'm doing everything in my power to make sure I stay on a narrow path. It's so, so easy to get distracted and fall. I have my moments still where yeah, I may have a day where I'm just feeling like I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to scream. Um, but you know, once I sit still and I really look at certain things to appreciate, mm-hmm. um, it, it helps me change my focus and it helps me better. Um, my mindset. I think that's the biggest challenge that I've ever faced maintaining happiness. But I feel like that's the key to it all. Just choosing happy, no matter what, no matter what the situation is, just always finding it could be the smallest thing that could put a smile on your face. Maybe a thought that, you know, a happy thought that you have. But, you know, as soon as those thoughts, the negative thoughts try to reenter my brain, I quickly have to do something, you know, to distract myself or I'm going to fall back into that hole. So that's been the biggest challenge for me is just maintaining um, because I know how I got out of it, you know, and I know I don't want to go back in it. Right. But, you know, just keeping on the, the wave is so hard. And, you know, I feel like with peace, I definitely peace and happiness is something that we honestly don't understand how important those are invaluable things to have happiness and to have peace while happy. Cause there's some people who, are happy but they still don't have a peace inside you know it's like mm-hmm. they're happy on the outside you know we see it all the time people who actually are genuinely seem happy but they're having inner turmoil which is normal we all experience those things but it's like just finding that peace of mm-hmm. mind but also this is something that i've been battling with is i don't want to have toxic positivity i'm an extremely optimistic person i'm extremely positive person i see the i'm the person that sees the good in every situation i know that everything is working for my good even when it don't seem like it that's just Mm -hmm. how i am but as i navigate the world and other people i have to understand that everyone it doesn't see the world in that way and also that it is okay to feel down sometimes like Mm -hmm. it is okay to be like dang i'm disappointed dang i don't know what's gonna happen i'm anxious you know Mm -hmm. it's okay to do that and although that's not necessarily my you know my cup of tea learning to navigate the different ways that people deal with things is just something that i personally am working on Mm -hmm. when it comes to my me being a better friend exactly yeah. And another thing, I feel like finding peace is finding you. I honestly believe that once you find you, you figure you you, you out. Um, it's a different type of peace that comes with that mm-hmm. because you're no longer trying to keep up with anything else. Or, you know, it's like you have to be blind to the outside to really focus and find out who you truly are to the core. And I think that once you figure that out, you're at peace, you know. That's that's complete peace for me. So that's been my journey, just figuring me out, trying to find out what works for me, what doesn't work, who doesn't work, who does work, what I like, mm-hmm. what I don't like, you know, even different foods and just the smallest things you can think of. You know, I just want to be truly me and live that out loud. And I think yes. that once you discover yourself and you have like a tremendous amount of self-love, that's peace. Okay, so as we are about to close this out, I just got one more question. 
Okie dokie. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing? How how and what ways do you make friends after 30? <laughs> that is so hard. I have trust issues. I have mm-hmm. deeply rooted trust issues. Mm-hmm. You do one little thing, meeting a new friend, it's it's a wrap. Well, I, will no, I, know that trick. <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. I met a friend and I think I was 31 when I met her. Uh, we ended up working together. We had a lot of similarities. We had a lot in common. And this is when I started to really get into like herbs and, you know, uh, holistic things or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And she was interested in it too, as I was learning. And, you know, this is somebody that I just knew, but I would invite her over to my house and she'll ask for little things uh, like, oh, can I have a little bit of lavender or can I have a little bit of this? You know, mm-hmm. can I have a little bit of that? I'm like, sure. Here, here you go. Try it. Try this whole time. She was practicing to do exactly what I was doing with my own, sh- you know, like stealing my ideas immediately. No, <laughs> you're being weird. You cannot be my friend. I don't want to be your friend. A, like a different level right there. <laughs> thank you i'm like you could have easily said like hey i'm interested and i want to learn how to do it too but you you know and buy your own like why are you using my stuff and then the crazy part about it is audacity is on sale i'm telling i'm telling you like the the (laughs) you got one time to act weird as a new friend it is a wrap so it is so challenging i haven't met any new friends uh past 30 well except for her so she was the only and last friend that I had. And that, that makes me like really closed off because I have people that's like, oh, you should come here or you should do this. You should do that. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. I got to talk do to you 100 more, 102 more times on the phone, you know, sis, <laughs> to see how you Honestly, are. I really no, got to feel you feel out. Like I'm opposite because I feel like on the phone that can be easily i need to be around you i need to see how you actually operating and see how you treat people how you treating the waiters how you treating the staff you know you know that's a big one that's a big one how people talk to people that service them yeah that is one of the biggest things to pay attention to and that would tell you so much about a person's character yes that's a big one well i say just an encouragement for you try little baby steps Get out there and make some more friends because there's still people who need to meet Ashley. Still people that need to just because this person has, you know, tainted, you know, recently tainted your image of friendships. There's still people out here that need your your wisdom, your encouragement, your friendships, your laughs. So mm-hmm. don't make them miss out on, on experiencing you because You're of this absolutely other person. Right. So just you try. You're absolutely right. Just try. It's something that I have. I mean, I moved to a whole other state. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, in and of itself was interesting. Navigating friendships. But honestly, if you have hobbies, which I, it seems like you do, it's not that hard. All you have to do is get into groups with the people that like what you like. You know what I mean? That's true. That's so, true. Yeah. But you know what? I, I'm friendly. I'm a very friendly person. But being intimate with somebody is like yeah. you know having that intimate friendship is yeah. very challenging for me but i am trying to open up i did say i need to you know maybe do things alone and uh maybe i would meet different people as yeah. i 
do things by myself because I, sometimes I always feel like I got to have a partner to do certain things, but I'm starting to, you know, go on dinner dates by myself yes. or, you know, maybe go to That's the library and chill. Yeah. So, um, that is a start, but I, I do have some type, I do have some work to do when it comes to accepting new people and opening up to new people. Um, I always have a guard up. So you should, I mean, you're supposed to guard yourself. You Like you said, people out here are strange, weird, and we kind my of guard to... is like paranoia. Okay. Like okay. it is, I'm so paranoid when it comes to meeting and being around and trusting new people to where it kind of drives me insane because <laughs> I'm not laughing, but... <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to say that. <laughs> no, it does. I feel like I'm a crazy ass person because it's like, I'm, I, I'm thinking so beyond what you may think I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so I would go with that with what I thought. And that'll be it. Like, you know what? My man wouldn't tell me this for no reason. So I'm just chill. But I'm working on that. I'm getting better. I will say yes. that. Yes. Well, I definitely have enjoyed this conversation. We had some technical difficulties and all that, but it still was worth it. Mm-hmm. And I, I really hope that myself and you are able to find people that are trustworthy that are patient with us as we learn how to, you know, talk and get ourselves together and just willing to grow with us as we do discover and find ourselves. Cause that's what we're trying yes. to do. I swear. And our I tribe. Think, oh, go ahead. Our, exactly. Exactly. I mean, we need people. We need people. We have to remember that we need people. We do. We well, do. I think this is a great place to go ahead and end this episode. Did you have any parting words for the, for the audience? I just hope everyone can get something from this conversation because I think it was a good one. And um, I hope it's more to come between you and I. Absolutely. Definitely. We can get some different topics going. Mm-hmm. We're going to get you some, some Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have me stressed up here. <laughs> <laughs> the shade. No, I just play. <laughs> That's a that's a little shay shay with a little sip. But yes, definitely, man. We go we can we can make that happen for sure. Okay. I guaranteed. really enjoyed it. I did too. And thank you so much for having me. No problem, honey bun. Well, I guess this will be the end of the episode. Thank you for watching. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. <laughs>